Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital the Gadgets 360 podcast. In today's episode we are going to be talking about the Xiaomi Redmi Go which is one of the cheapest smartphones available in the market in India right now. The Xiaomi Redmi Go is priced at 4499 rupees and that is because it's a part of the Android Go program. Now this is not like the Android One program where there are certain commitments to be followed. The Android Go program is essentially just a stripped down version of Android. So the Xiaomi Redmi Go runs Android 8.1 Oreo Go edition and this is optimized for low end smartphones. Now in the Xiaomi Redmi Go you get 1GB of RAM, 8GB of storage, a 3000 mAh battery and a Qualcomm Snapdragon 425 processor along with a 5 inch I think HD plus display. So we have two people here to talk about this phone. One of these is reviews editor Jamshed Awari who's currently reviewing the phone. Hi. And we also have games editor Rishi Alwani who's done the gaming performance review for Redmi Go. Yeah, though HD plus is a bit of an overstatement. It has a 720 by 1280 display which I don't even which I think we used to call that HD ready back yeah, then. Yeah, uh, like why is there a plus in there? <laughs> yeah, so th- that that's the weird thing. But yeah, it's using a Snapdragon uh, 425 SoC and as pr- as Pranesh has has a gig of RAM and a 3000 mAh battery. But what's interesting with this phone in particular is aside from the fact that, you know, uh it's one of Xiaomi's cheapest phones, uh, sorry, most affordable smartphones ever. It's also uh it's also running something called the Mint Launcher, which mm. is it's yeah. which is a very uh which which essentially is, seems to be, you know, th- their take on uh, on and uh, a less intrusive take than the usual of what we've seen from Xiaomi in the past with regards to Android. But it's quite stable. I mean, ran relatively okay all things considered and uh, i mean yeah i mean long story short spoiler alert if you thought you could buy this to play pubg you cannot it will not run pubg uh it won't run even knives out or and it won't even run rules of survival now with knives out and rules of survival are uh experiences were that it's playable for the first 5 seconds and then you'll notice your player going through like like going through the screen going through the map and the phone would just crash straight out straight back into your home screen man so, here i thought maybe you can break the game with redmi go no so what's interesting is that pubg mobile lite in theory should work because pubg mobile lite is scaled for phones with 1 gig of ram proper pubg mobile the full fat pubg mobile experience with 100 players requires you to have a phone with at least 2 gigs of memory mm. and that is in the case with this version that's available in india though that that being said there is a redmi go variant which is right now a china exclusive that has 2 gigs of ram and 16 gigs of storage india gets the 8 gig 8 gigs of uh, storage and 1 gig ram version mm okay so uh, with the redmi go there's this quick follow up on what i said earlier it has a 5 inch hd display which is not hd plus it's just a regular hd display 720 by 1280 pixels resolution so with this phone the display i suppose should be all right it does not look to me like you know there's a major compromise on the display right jamshed um it's not great it's definitely uh better than anything that we would have considered uh you know decent for a smartphone at this cost a couple of years ago so in that sense we're doing really well like um it wasn't too long ago just for context that you could barely get 960 by 540 as a resolution on phones that cost twice as much hmm. so i'm grateful in that sense that we can get uh, what we're getting here but if you can spend just a little bit more on the mainline Redmi 6 series 
or anything from any other manufacturer you will be happier mm. okay so with this phone any thoughts on the build quality uh, this looks like a pretty standard phone that you know would have been uh, priced at say 10000 rupees or 8000 rupees a couple of years back oh yeah so i mean that's going to be a continuing theme with everything that we say and feel about this phone um it's as basic as a basic phone can get i think right now it's uh, we've got the black version it's available in a matte black and a slightly snazzier blue color um so we have the black one right now um it's been a while since we've seen phones with the standard 16 by 9 screen and capacitive buttons below the screen and the front and you know thick borders on the top and the bottom so this is something that we wouldn't have really even batted an eye at last year you know just just 6 or 12 months ago at this time it w- it wouldn't have even been worth remarking about mm. Mm. uh and i don't see any problem whatsoever with this if it's allowing us to get to a lower price point then by all means let's do it there's never been anything wrong with this and there isn't now i mean and that aside i mean while it's on the chunkier side compared to what most manufacturers are advertise it actually has some pretty interesting advantages what we noticed is that uh, i mean 20 25 minutes of straight gameplay and in some cases even much longer the phone just got slightly warmer to touch so i mean it turns out that xiaomi has done a pretty decent job on cooling it as well at least from a gaming standpoint and uh, Oh, and i mean at least my my only issues with it in terms of hardware in terms of hardware was how is was the was was how the buttons are arranged and placed because by default you end up uh touching the google assistant uh activation very ever so often but that aside i mean it's uh, pretty durable surprisingly mm. so yeah i mean it's not too thick it's not too heavy it's built very well uh it's got you know smooth curved sides uh it fits very comfortably in a hand um you know that it's really everything that you could need and let's also not forget that at 5 inches this is still going to be considered big by a lot of people now we have become sort of used to or we've just accepted 6 and 6.3 or 6.4 inches as normal for smartphones but there are a lot of people who are not comfortable with that mm. it's just too big it's too bulky it's too awkward um and we don't have options in this size so it's actually kind of approachable for a lot of people. What's interesting is that Xiaomi is actually using the Redmi Go to target first time smartphone buyers to target those who 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 are are used to feature phones, which is why as Jamshed said yes, the 5 inch uh, uh screen may be big for some. But then that being said, uh what we also noticed which is quite interesting is that uh aside from not being able to play stuff like PUBG, uh it actually ran older titles quite well. So be it Arena Valor, be it Asphalt 8, those actually ran decently enough i mean it's it's surprising you could, that you can actually get a game like like asphalt eight to run maxed out and you can show your friends saying hey man i'm able mm. to play this game which looks like it has some sort of console quality maxed out on a phone that costs under 5000 rupees so yeah. it's got that kind of factor going for it uh but uh that aside i mean it's pretty much bare bones in the box you get the phone charger uh, yeah obviously at this price point you're not going to get usb c you use micro usb but uh it's a pretty decent all around package yeah and uh, one thing that i'd like to highlight at that point is that this does have two separate nano sim card slots and a micro sd card slot which is something that Xiaomi's recent higher priced 
models have not managed to do yeah so yeah. the redmi note 7 and the redmi note 7 pro specifically exactly yeah. don't have this but yep. yeah in the in their sub 10000 rupee uh, price point like in the sub 10000 rupee price bracket i think most xiaomi phones do have a dedicated micro sd card slot still i think it's yeah. interesting that we're uh, not compromising here because there is definitely a demographic that this combination of features and power and price will work for yeah it wouldn't have made sense to remove uh, like to use a hybrid sim slot in this one because a lot of people use two sim cards in india uh, for whatever reason and uh, at this uh, price point you are not going to get much more than 8 or 16 gb of storage yeah and, and i think uh, more than that they weren't really going for the slimmest or sleekest possible yes. body so yeah. you know why not yeah exactly so um all of that is fine now we haven't spoken much about the software so far mm. I, uh, so it has android oreo go edition obviously and it runs a mint launcher on top uh, but yeah. there is no miui uh, so that brings me to the most important question with any xiaomi phone are there annoying ads or uh, is there preloaded bloatware on this phone no not that i've seen no ads per se uh, and there isn't much bloat because you don't have space for bloat yeah. with eight gigs to spare. I mean, to to give you guys some perspective, uh, I think we were uh, like so. In order for me to inst- so the best part is I managed to install PUBG, but when I installed PUBG, I couldn't install anything else. And I was like close to two gigs. I could not literally install anything else. I had to remove PUBG before I could try the other game. Yeah, so we had reviewed so, a phone called yeah. the Samsung Galaxy J2 Core a few months ago. And that is also an Android Go phone. And that's priced at 6,000 rupees. So in that phone, in our review, we'd mentioned that uh, by default, while there is 8 GB of internal storage on this, technically, uh, once you get the phone out of the box, you set it up, uh, you get only about 4 GB free. Yeah, so, so on uh, this phone... I actually did check that uh, right as I was uh, setting it up for the first time. And there was 3.35 GB used out of 8. Yeah. So So that leaves quite a bit. Yeah. So almost uh, 5 GB will be free. So 4.7 GB for uh, your use. Although like, yeah, I mean, it's not exactly that simple, right? Because uh, if if there's internal uh, storage of about 8 GB, I'm not sure if you'll get the full 8 GB. No, you won't. You won't. You never do. But do. just to touch upon the whole uh, bloatware thing, there is bloatware. This is not the sort of stock Android experience that you might be expecting. Uh, there's this completely unnecessary Mint browser, which is part of the Mint launcher, which is in addition to Chrome. Um, there's Amazon shopping. There's a cleaner app, which a lot of manufacturers seem to want to, uh, you know, shovel mm. into their phones. There's mm. Facebook Lite. There's a couple of Xiaomi apps, including me community me drop a music app there's a sound recorder which i would you know i'd say okay fine fair yeah, enough. that's a useful that's, app that's to have. yeah and then there's quite a variety of the android go apps yeah. which i which suppose I, you'll get to i don't think you have a choice to like remove those in uh, these phones right i think it's sort of you can di- you can disable them yeah. but uh, no there's 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 no uh yeah, so right now. I think uh, like from what I recall, there are some apps that you have to install to be a part of uh, this program. Yeah, pretty much. Like the manufacturer doesn't really have much of a say in that. So yep. I suppose, you know, that's why these Android Go apps are showing up. So that means what Google Assistant Go and YouTube. So there Go. is the Go app itself, which is sort of like a browser with a bunch of shortcuts to optimized websites and quick tools. Um, then there is a Go version of Google Assistant. Um, Gmail, uh, Maps, hmm, and okay. yeah, and YouTube. YouTube, right? And then we've got the standard Google Play Store. We've got the standard Photos app, 
and uh, what else do we have Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, now Rishi has spoken at length about gaming performance, but what about uh, general performance in day-to-day use? Where does the smartphone stutter? What can people expect at this price point? And finally, uh, what is the major limitation that everyone should be aware of in terms of performance? So the good news is that um, basic performance is actually quite good. And once again, I'll get to. uh you know just for context the fact that a processor like the Snapdragon 425 which is what you have over here would not have been considered too weak for a much higher priced phone not very long ago so for people who don't have cutting edge needs like playing PUBG or uh, you know taking HD quality videos and things like that mm. you'll be it's more than enough it's more than enough for your basic texting and calling uh basic social apps things like that um if you use the go apps then i think you'll have an even better time of it but there's no reason to be stuck with them mm. uh if you feel that they're restricted and um yeah you're not going to get superb camera quality you're not going to get um the gaming performance as we've touched upon but you know that that's what you would expect for a phone that is priced significantly lower than even the entry level Xiaomi Redmi 6A. Okay, so since you mentioned camera performance, why don't we touch upon that as well? Yeah. So it has a single rear camera from what single I Single rear camera single and single front camera. Yeah. So how do these two perform? I know like nobody's expecting miracles at this price point, but yeah. still uh, people are going to use this to click uh, you know random photos of uh, places where they go to and like Uh, to do basic video calls and yeah. click selfies yeah. so how does it perform there so you know i would say wait for our full review when we'll have time to go through everything and bring you detailed uh, results and comparisons but the camera is competent i'll i'll tentatively use the word competent hmm. um photos look good enough on the phone's screen itself so if you're only going to send them around to people as messages or post them to facebook and if you only use a phone to access facebook and your other social media i think you should be okay colors are not great low light performance is not good there is shutter lag the camera app itself does not have any modes um there's a laughable pro mode but there's nothing else like uh, even artificial portrait mode that some single camera phones uh, manage to do um but again i'm just thinking of the kind of user yeah that doesn't want any of these things there's like you know maybe your parents maybe somebody who's just getting started with smartphones or Obviously, you know somebody who's aspiration just, uh, level but you know, yeah. people who are tired of using like smartphones with too many advanced features and mm. just need a phone with like no frills no, for not, a time not really i disagree with with that approach i was thinking of your weekend phone basically not really it's, see i'll tell you see the thing is to me this is like the phone you use to get your foot in the door with the google ecosystem hmm. it's a, it's def it to me that this seems that seems to be the best use case for a device like this yeah. simply because i mean fine it takes photos it's not going to be the greatest because hey you're paying 4 and 1500 bucks hmm. it's going to play some games not most of them not high settings you're definitely not going to play fortnite but you can play some games like asphalt with no drama again 4 and 1500 and i think at the end of the day it's it's pretty i mean i think uh, it's pretty good what you get but uh I will say there are drawbacks. Like for example, the storage space will be a problem yes. for a lot of people. I mm. feel that 8 gigabytes isn't enough. Even the RAM, like RAM I it's, think it's going to be annoying. Yeah, over y- after point yeah, it will. 
It's yes. going to be annoying for, I mean, especially for people like us who are used to more. I mean, it's not even that, right? If you look at the usual use case of some of probably someone who's who's venturing out from the feature phone world in, into into smartphone territory, they'll want WhatsApp, hmm. right? And if you look at and and WhatsApp by by default takes a lot of data. Hmm. I mean, you and by data I mean space on your phone. Yeah, so, so you have to actually go yes, and uh, stuff just tends to accumulate. Exactly, yeah. and you have to like be sure that you know in the settings you make sure that photos are not automatically exactly. being saved to your gallery. And, and most people don't do that. Most yeah. people are going to check that. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, th- this does have support for micro SD, right? So my point is, you have that option, but then but then how are you going to make sure that you've installed your apps to micro SD exactly. or that they're using that as storage? Exactly. And then if anything happens, if you you know just pop your SIM tray out, you're going to be confused. Like, why is my stuff not there? Exactly. Or if the card and more if you're if you're buying a low end cheap card, if you yep. wind up with a fake, exactly. Um, so it, it adds another layer of complexity, right? Yeah. And to me, this is where I think it's the biggest drawback. I felt that I fe- I personally feel that Xiaomi missed an opportunity here. To bring in the higher variant, I felt the higher variant, even if you charge a thousand or two thousand rupees more, would have been a better deal for a lot more people. But one very interesting thing on that count is that pretty much every single Android Go phone released up to this point has had one GB of RAM uh, and either eight or sixteen GB of storage. But that one GB of RAM is pretty much what defines the platform at this point. So at that point, it becomes an excuse to have the Go ecosystem and to promote that, which is a separate goal altogether to rolling out affordable smartphones for everybody. True, but then, I mean, when you have an option which is already, you know, being sold in other parts of the world, I don't see what the reason is to, you know, give us product that while puts people's foot in the door doesn't get them through to the other side as well as it could. And then my other perspective on that is that, you know, there is a point of diminishing returns uh, in terms of value, which means as you go down the price ladder, you're getting diminishing returns for your savings. So yep. you could spend just a tiny little bit more and get a, f- a more powerful phone. Now, I realize that a tiny little bit more is 25 to 50% of the cost of this entire th- entire yeah. phone. Yeah. Um, which is a lot for a lot of people. That's That's me speaking from a completely different perspective to, you know, what the potential buyers of this phone yeah. uh, will consider their priorities yeah so since you guys have mentioned all of these things i was thinking it's a good time to bring in some of the competitors for this one uh now before we get into that one thing i did uh feel like noting was that you know with this phone it uh does appear to be um you know basically like what i feel is that it looks like xiaomi wants to be in the android go uh program also so that you know it can sort of show that all right we have this one phone here and can maybe enhance its partnership with google uh hmm. on other things it also has just one phone in the android one program which is a completely separate uh thing so yeah but let's also not uh ignore the fact that prices everywhere are going up you know currency fluctuations hmm. mean that the rupee is weaker than it was a while ago so it's more difficult for a company to ship a good phone for under less uh, for less than 5000 rupees than it was a little while ago yeah. so maybe this is the best we can do now yeah True, for but now, then uh, i mean the counterpoint to that is this is Xiaomi we were talking about i think in a previous podcast pranay and i were quite i mean we remarked that uh, this is a company that has a phone at every price point yeah literally every 500 so, I mean, rupee price I'm, point. I'm which sure is why they it's could important it's important for them to have something at this price point and maybe this is the best they can do. Yeah, but then, you know, if you want to upgrade, you are happy with what Xiaomi has provided. The next phone from Xiaomi is at 6,000 rupees, which is a full 1,500 rupees above mm-hmm. uh, this price point. 
so having something in between these two i think there is a small market for that and that is where we can bring in some other competitors for uh, this phone yeah so the asus zenfone light l1 looks to me like the strongest competition for the xiaomi redmi go right now uh, this phone normally goes at 6000 rupees but we've seen it go on sales at least twice a month in the last few months yes. at uh, 4999 rupees which is just 500 rupees more than the xiaomi redmi go now with that phone you do get 2 gb of ram and 16 gb of storage along with a snapdragon 430 processor yes so in all these terms it is definitely looking better then the Xiaomi Redmi Go. I mean those things alone are worth way more than 500 rupees. Yeah. So which is what again we come back to the same point that you just made which is after a point your savings are leading to diminishing returns yeah. and that extra 500 rupees you spend here will give you definitely will give you much more value for money than what you would otherwise expect in a minor 500 rupee increment in in price. Yeah and you see you're still not going to get um fancy modern features you're not even going to get a fingerprint sensor forget about things like a large screen with a notch and um you know multiple cameras and all of that but you might just be able to run games like pubg mobile exactly exactly it's it's this this level of marginal difference um that i think is so important yeah so i think while it is great to see that you know xiaomi is trying to push the price down and have something under 5000 rupees uh there's still like i'm i'm not entirely sure if i can recommend the redmi go to everybody considering that the zenfone light l1 is available at just 500 rupees more and if people can sp- afford to spend that one then you do get a much more superior phone now in our review if you go to the review on gadgets360.com mm-hmm. uh, you will notice that we've been a bit like harsh on this phone if you look at the current price because when it was launched i think uh, they had said that the current price is uh, like the launch price is around 6000 rupees but that was a promotional price or something for and the zenfone yeah for the zenfone phone light l1 yeah, it was 7000 rupees yeah so 7000 rupees was the launch with price with an introductory offer of 6000 yeah of uh, 6000 was a uh, like introductory offer for some time and after diwali i think they brought it up to 7000 rupees yeah. at that price point it just did not make any sense to purchase that but at 5000 rupees like the value proposition is completely different some of the things that we've noted in our uh, review uh like may like not exactly have been you know major points yeah, of yeah yeah it's it's all about context yeah so uh like a lot has changed since this phone was launched and now it's increasingly looking like the best value for money smartphone yes. in the sub 10000 rupee price bracket i mean yeah you get you, you get decent quality of life features right you have stuff like an 18 is to 9 aspect ratio you have 2 gigs of ram as we said a 430 soc 16 gigs of storage Uh, there's face unlock, <laughs> which is amusing, uh, oh, but there's obvious uh, there's no fingerprint sensor. Yeah, but and you know that's the kind of thing that people like. They gravitate exactly, towards, and you know, it's got it just makes you feel like you've got something a little better. special. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of it, it's it's in it. I mean, at, yeah, considering at, uh, we're, we're looking at five thousand right now, which is what it's selling for on Flipkart, uh, and I think Amazon India is still doing it for around six thousand, uh, six thousand and fifty. The point is. it i mean if you're willing to spend a little more this on paper seems like a better deal that being said uh it also depends on your use case right mm. so mm. I, i mean personally i feel is that if you're just moving from a feature phone the redmi go is a decent option but then again as long as you're not super heavy on stuff like whatsapp or at least or if you're fine using a micro sd card to back your stuff up or at least back your data up to the cloud if you're comfortable with that great Otherwise this also is a is a decent option given its price and the fact that it's been dropping in price. Yeah. It is a decent option. I mean, I'm just at this point where I'm thinking that 500 rupees ought to be enough enough of a motivation for anybody no matter how 
um, you know how terrible your budget constraints are. Mm. If you are in a position to spend four thousand five hundred rupees, I don't think that five hundred is too much of a stretch to us. Yeah, and this is something which I think Asus has been doing even in the laptop space. If you, uh, th- there's, I mean, there's a ridiculous difference between them and the competition in terms of storage and spec for the same price or even slightly lower price. So it, it seems to me that they're just following the same strategy, which is not a bad thing, all things considered. Yeah. At the end of the day, the consumer wins. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the only unfortunate thing at this price point is that there's not that much competition. It's not as hot as it is at in the seven thousand rupee, eight thousand rupee, nine thousand rupee price brackets. Uh, but there are two good phones here, and no matter which one you get, it's not like you're going to be losing a lot. I think the at four thousand five hundred Redmi Go uh, should be the best smartphone out there right now. And let's also not forget that uh, Xiaomi has a much better brand reputation, much mm. uh, better reach. In terms of the after-sales service networks, people might trust them more. Asus, you know, it's it's not a name that is instantly familiar to people. Yeah, yeah I mean, it it still has to prove itself in that space. Yeah. So it's popular, and the phones uh, seem to sell out online all the time. But that's considering that uh, you know they're catering to a market that already knows them. They haven't yeah. gone and got people to uh, come and seek them out so much. Yeah. So I think uh, are there any final thoughts that you two have to share on the Xiaomi Redmi Go? Anything else that you know we may have missed? Uh, any other important features that you think should be highlighted? I think at the end of the day, it's just keep your expectations in check. Whether you're yeah. buying this for the first time, you know, because I mean, I, I get it. If you're, if you're moving to your first smartphone, you 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 know you you tend to think like, yeah, it's a brand new world, and I'm gonna like be able to do more than I'm able to do. Mm. But I think it's very important to keep your expectations in check and what you're getting. All right. And yeah. I think uh, that's one part of it. And secondly, mm. I think more importantly is if you're the sort who's buying it as a second phone, mm. yeah, I mean you'd want to declutter it and make sure you actually install a micro SD card because eight gigs does not get you much. Mm. But to me, those are my main, my my two main things with this. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are quality of life things that people should consider like it might be tempting to say okay pick this up as a second phone but it doesn't have the fingerprint sensor so it's actually going to be tedious to unlock relatively compared to what we're used to now you know if if that kind of issue or if the fact that you might you you might not get a great experience out of some of your apps if that kind of thing matters to you a lot then don't don't even think about buying a phone at this price tier. You're going to have to look at that 6,000 to 7,000 rupee level as your minimum. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't have much of a choice or for people who want to save as much money as possible or just have the simplest experience possible, I think it's a good... I think Chami's done a good job. All right, that sums it up pretty nicely. With that, we'll conclude this episode of Orbital. We'll be back with one more episode next week. In the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Gadgets360. On Gadgets360.com, pretty soon after this podcast is live, which is on Tuesday, March 26th, you will see the full review of Xiaomi Redmi Go. So you should check that out too, because, you know, good karma, etc. If you have any questions, comments, and feedback, you can write to us at podcast at Gadgets360. And if you use any podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts on your iPhone and Google Podcasts on your Android phone or any other app of your choice, rate this show, review us, subscribe to the show. These things, they help us a lot. Thank you so much for listening. And do check out our gaming podcast transition as well on the same channels Prime mentioned.